Hey everyone, welcome to the Holistic Reawakening Podcast. My name is Lisa. This podcast is being designed to help you learn a little more about wellness and incorporating healthy habits into your life so that you too can live a happy and healthy lifestyle. Regardless of your financial situation or how old you are or how busy you think you are, there's always, always room to grow and it is through the habits that we keep and the lifestyle that we live in which we are able to find and make this growth. So I welcome you on this journey with me and I hope that we can grow together. Hey everyone, welcome back. This podcast today is going to be about excuses. So first, a disclaimer. These excuses are in no way directed at any particular individual. So as such, please do not feel like I'm targeting you specifically in any kind of way with the things that I'm about to say. Please try to understand that the following excuses are just common excuses that many people have when it comes to why they don't eat healthy or exercise. And my responses to these excuses are merely to help individuals who may use these excuses to be able to see beyond the excuse and to start thinking about how they can make changes that they desire to make. So these may or may not apply to you. I don't know if they do or not. That's not for me to decide. So excuse number one, the season. It's winter. It's too dark or it's too cold. Yes, guys, it's pretty much winter right now. If your excuse is that the days are shorter and that it's darker for longer and that makes you not want to do a workout, let me ask you something. Do you have lights in your home? I'm sure that the answer is yes. So turn on that light and get your body moving, y'all. Don't let the darkness stop you from working on your health goals. Likewise, if your excuse is that it's too cold, let me ask you, do you have heat in your home? How about some sweatpants or a sweatshirt that you could throw on to be a little bit warmer when you first start working out? Because if you're working up a sweat, which I really hope that you are when you're exercising, you're eventually going to want to peel off those layers, even if it is chilly where you're at. Excuse number two, the season is Thanksgiving and Christmas season. Okay, and so think about this. Are the holidays the only time that you're able to eat turkey or ham or any of the fixings that you enjoy eating on the holidays? Are you really not able to eat the foods that you love to eat on the at the holiday times? Like, you can't eat those any other time of the year? Do you really need to have all those, those, those specific days where you eat so much that you can barely move simply because you're with your family or your friends celebrating a holiday? Or just because it's the holidays, you're suddenly busier than any other time of year and you're unable to give yourself a half an hour a day to exercise? Wouldn't you prefer to actually be able to get through the holidays feeling less tired and stressed and feeling more energized, focused, and just feeling good in general? So just because it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, it's really not a good excuse to like throw in the towel and say, ah, crap, my health's not worth it. I'm not going to eat healthy. I'm not going to move my body. It's holidays. That doesn't make any sense. Excuse three. I'm too busy. I don't have time, or I have a job, and I have kids, or I have kids, either one. So, who creates your schedule, and who decides how you're going to spend your time? 
Is it not you who ultimately decides how you're going to spend your time? Honestly, guys, I don't believe that you don't have time. I believe that you're choosing not to have the time. Like, look at your typical day. How are you really, truly spending your time? When you think about it, isn't it that you do have time? It's But you'd rather spend your time watching TV or playing video games or scrolling through Facebook in your spare time than spending your time doing a workout or planning healthy meals for your week. Maybe it's difficult for you to find 30 consecutive minutes to be able to do a workout. In that case, what if you were able to find just 10 minutes at a time, three times a day? Is it your excuse, like, really that you don't have time? Or is it because you don't want to make the time? Or is it because you don't want to use the time that you do have for working on your well-being? What if you were able to exercise while you watch TV instead of snacking on junk food while you were sitting there watching TV? I mean, really, like you're in control of how you choose to spend your time that you have and only you can decide to make the changes if you really want to make them. But if it's important to you, you will find the time. I get it. You have a job. So I guess that means that only people who don't work have time to eat healthy and exercise or anybody who works outside the home, they're never able to change their habits. I bet you no matter what kind of job you have, that you also have some time off of work, whether it is days off or if it's just between shifts. Perhaps the truth is, is that you just don't feel like eating healthy or exercising when you're not working. We'll get to the too tired and too stressed excuse part of that shortly. So, but for now... Perhaps your excuse is not that you don't have time because you work, but instead because you have kids. Ah, that's right. It's better to show our kids that working on ourselves and doing things that are good for us isn't possible if you have little ones. And that being healthy and being fit are only for people who do not have young children. In contrast, guys, it isn't. Isn't teaching your children healthy habits that taking proper care of their bodies and their minds is the best thing that they could do for their happiness and well-being? As their parents, shouldn't we be leading by example and being good role models for our kids? So as such, having children should not be your, your excuse not to take care of yourself, but instead that should fuel you to be a better role model and showing your kids how to take care of themselves in a healthy way. Excuse number four. This one's a two-parter. I can't afford to. First part, I can't afford to eat healthy or make different meals for myself and my family. All right, guys, so when it comes to the cost of food, I get it. You might have a limited income, a family to feed, and you want to get the most food that you can with the money that you do have. Maybe you're not able to see the value in buying nutritional foods over the foods that you're used to buying. But it doesn't mean that you can't eat healthier. If you really want to keep your costs down and still be able to eat nutritionally, then a really great way to start is by meal planning. Make a list of what you'll need for the week and stick with it. Don't shop while you're hungry. Buy whole foods instead of processed foods. 
Make your meals at home instead of eating out and pack food to take with you during times that you're not going to be home to eat. You can make larger batches of meals and incorporate your leftovers into other meals. Avoid buying junk food and prepared snacks. If you're not able to get to the store or the market weekly for produce, you could buy some frozen vegetables instead of fresh veggies so that you're not buying things that are going to go to waste or that you won't be able to use before that you're able to get back to the store again. You could try buying some fresh produce from local farmers instead of at the supermarket to help keep your costs lower. Um, you you might be actually surprised with just how much you can get with the money that you save just by cutting out prepackaged snacks and junk foods and sugary drinks like soda and drinking more water instead. Uh, instead of drinking sugary fruit juices, eat more fresh fruit. Not only are these things going to help bring your costs down, but they're also going to help better your health and the way that you feel physically and mentally. And to totally, totally off topic, but by getting more whole foods, you're not only doing something better for your own health and your own well-being, but also for our planet. Because, you know, our planet is something that we should all be doing our part to care for as well. And the amount of waste that people create, it's seriously alarming. If you had to actually live in your house with all of the trash that you and your family create instead of that garbage truck coming to get it every week... Guys, it's horrifying and disgusting the amount of trash that people create just with food and drink items alone. It's so awful. But, you know, we can talk about that another time. So back to topic. Um, as far as the excuse of not being able to afford to make two separate meals, who said you'd have to? Chances are, if your diet needs some help, then your family's diet most likely needs some help as well. I don't care how young or how old your children are, if you have a spouse that you're feeding as well, none of that matters. A nutritional diet is only going to benefit them as well as you. So if your children are young, then guess what? That's great. Like you're in charge of what they eat, not them. It's your responsibility as their parent to teach them what's good for them, not to choose what's most convenient or what's easiest. Your job is to provide them with the food. It's their responsibility to eat it if they're hungry. You are the adult. You know better than them. So if, if they're older, then guess what? You're still the parent. Are you providing the food or are they? If you're deciding what your family is going to eat and you're the one buying the food, preparing and cooking the food, then they can either eat what you are making or not. Either way, it isn't on you to provide them with another option. The bottom line is that your job is to provide them with a healthy meal, whether they want to eat it or not. Kids, husbands, boyfriends, partners, whatever you call your other half, they can be stubborn as hell and they can complain. But I promise you, the more you and they try new things, it's going to get better and it's going to get easier and they're going to eventually stop complaining and start enjoying. Or they can just find a different way to eat if they refuse to eat what you're making. Overall, 
the point is, is that you should not have to sacrifice your health and well-being to accommodate other people who are fully capable of eating healthy things that you prepare, or they can make themselves something different if they don't want what you're having. It's not your job to provide that second meal for them. Or your excuse may not be that you can't afford to eat healthy. Maybe your excuse is that you can't afford to go to the gym or get a personal trainer or get workout equipment to be able to use at home. If this is your excuse, it's time to let it go. Because honestly, it doesn't cost you anything to move your body. You don't have to go to the gym. You do not have to hire a personal trainer, nor do you have to invest in fancy equipment for your home in order to get your muscles moving. There are so many things that you can do right now to get started. Things as simple as just going for a walk, a jog, a run, dancing, doing some squats, jumping jacks, push-ups, climbing stairs, yoga poses, etc. You could even use like 1.5 liter water bottles as weights to get you started. If you really truly want to incorporate exercising into your daily routine, then it's certainly possible to do it without having to spend any money when you're first getting started. Later on, you might want to invest in some new sneakers or in some weights or whatever, but there's always free ways to move your body if money is an issue when you're first starting. And I do say when you're first starting because eventually you are going to find that you are feeling more energetic and happier in life and that you're going to be more inclined to start wanting to add different things like weights or whatever to help strengthen you even more. Um, So like honestly guys, this is your health and your well-being that we're talking about. And if you're able to financially start making small changes but you're just not willing to invest time and or money into your well-being then you really should start preparing right now to invest in your wellness um your illness I'm sorry because that's the opposite of wellness and you're bound to have to make time for or invest in one or the other either wellness or illness excuse number five I don't want to give up my favorite foods. So who said that you would have to? Living a healthy lifestyle and eating nutritionally, it's not being on a fad diet where foods are completely restricted. So what does that mean for you? It means that you can still eat food that you already love. Living a healthy lifestyle, it just means choosing to limit the foods that don't benefit your body and your mind instead of consuming them regularly. And the best part is, is that I bet many of the foods that you already enjoy can still be part of your menu, as there's most likely tons of recipes out there for healthier versions of those meals. Like for my family, we live a paleo-ish type of lifestyle in the sense that we use the paleo diet as a guideline to how we eat. So although we don't um, strictly follow the paleo way of living because we do occasionally include things like grains or legumes or some dairy, other type of vegetables that aren't really paleo. But overall, we do try to limit those things and we try to stick to a gluten-free and a lactose-free diet as much as possible because Carlos is gluten-sensitive and lactose intolerant. So um, for us, giving up 
gluten and dairy kind of like made me feel at first like I'd never be able to eat pizza or tacos or spaghetti but that's not true on the contrary we've been able to find recipes for those things that we can eat that not only taste delicious but they serve our bodies in a much better way than the versions that we used to eat so basically don't be afraid of trying new ways of making your favorite dishes that involve healthier ingredients than what you're currently used to having because even like your snacks and your desserts cookies cakes pies or even cocktails if that's your thing like none of those things are restricted it's really just a matter of what ingredients you're using to make those things how often you're eating them and how much of them you're eating when you do have them I mean, I've always had a huge weakness for chocolate, and even though I eat healthy, it doesn't mean that I don't get to enjoy my chocolate anymore, because I still do. I just do it in a much healthier way now. Excuse number six. I'm too tired. I'm just too stressed. Guys, I get it. You're exhausted. That extra half hour of sleep in the morning sounds so much better than getting up and doing a workout before starting your day. And you think that maybe after you get home from work or from running your errands, you're going to feel more awake and you'll be able to do a workout then instead. But then when you get home, you're stressed out from something that happened through the day, your kids are arguing, and you still haven't figured out what you're going to be having for dinner. So now doing a workout is the last thing that you're thinking about. And let's talk about that dinner. After the day that you've had, you don't want to really spend much time planning, preparing, cooking dinner. And let's not forget about the part where you could be thinking about having to clean up whatever dishes are dirty from making dinner. So chances are, whatever you end up grabbing for dinner that night, it probably isn't going to be the healthiest option. And you start thinking, maybe tomorrow will be a better time for me to start. Repeat this scenario one way or another routinely. You get where I'm going with this? As soon as, as you can see, starting to make those changes that you want to make can end up being challenging if you don't ever make the decision to break the cycle and do something different. If you're always feeling tired and stressed, I know you don't want to hear this, but chances are eating nutritional foods and getting exercise are exactly what you need to do in order to change the way you feel. As much as you don't feel like it, as much as you don't want to or don't feel up to it, Take the time to plan your meals and your snacks ahead of time. Get the things you need and prep what you can ahead so you can save time and make it easier to be able to stay on track through the week. You need to make the choice to get up a little bit earlier and do that workout as much as you don't want to. You will feel so much better for having done it. If you really truly want to start feeling more energy and not feeling so stressed all the time, then you have to treat these things as a priority and just start where you are. The time is never going to be better. And I can't tell you enough just how different you really truly can feel if you start doing these things and stick with them. You will really truly start to look forward to these things instead of starting to look at them in dread because the way they transform your well-being, literally. Excuse number seven. Previous attempts did not give desired results. So basically, guys, I don't think I can respond to this, like why past attempts were not successful, just generally speaking to a crowd of people, because in order to help somebody get past this excuse, I would really have to ask a lot of questions to get a clearer view of the bigger picture for each individual. 
Like, honestly, there's a whole slew of questions that I would want to ask you to be able to better understand what your past attempts were. And most of them would center around, like, what types of foods you were eating and how much of these foods you were eating, like, what your snacks consisted of, how many cups of soda or juice you were consuming daily, how much water you were drinking, if you were exercising, like, what types of exercising you were doing. So if this is one of your excuses, you could try thinking about what did your past attempts actually truly consist of? Were they half attempts at eating better or occasionally exercising? How long did you try doing whatever it was that you were trying? Eating healthy and moving your body shouldn't be things that you're just doing here and there because you want to lose a few pounds. Like if you really want to be at a healthy body weight and feel your very best mentally, then eating nutritionally and getting exercise are things that you should be doing regularly. Is it going to kill you if you miss a day of exercising here and there or if you eat an extra slice of cake? No. Guys, life is going to continue, and those are not acceptable excuses to give up on making changes. So you just acknowledge that you missed a day or that you indulged on that extra cake, and you move on. Don't let that kind of stuff stop you from moving forward. I also feel like many people have a common misconception that if they exercise, it isn't as important to worry about what they eat, yet... That's just not true. Above all else, 80% nutrition, 20% physical activity is the general recommendation to achieve good health and to be at a healthy body weight. Nutrition is the component which most people struggle with and it's the hardest to change. But sadly, it's mostly because people just don't know how to eat healthy or what a healthy diet really looks like. And that, my friends, is something that really can be changed. You can learn. Eating nutritionally is detrimental for your well-being, and I really cannot express that enough. Excuse eight, lack of support from family or friends. Guys, the truth is, just because you may want to make changes, it doesn't mean that your friends or your family are going to be quick to jump on board. In reality... Some people may seem less supportive of changes that you're trying to make. Um, So try not to take this personally, as difficult as it can seem, because not everybody understands the lifestyle and not everybody is interested in making changes. The truth of the matter, though, is that your true friends and your family that love you and care about you are going to want you to be happy and do things that benefit your well-being. So while some people might think that you're not serving them and their needs and that you only care about yourself, the truth is is that your own health and well-being is just as important as theirs. The best thing that you can do for yourself if your family and your friends are less than supportive is to find people who are on the same journey as you. This makes me think of the quote, You can only change yourself, but sometimes that changes everything. Like, don't get me wrong, guys. I totally get how hard it can be if you're the only person in your group that's working on developing healthier habits, but you really don't have to do it alone. I'd been very fortunate that Carlos was supportive of me in changing the way that we eat, 
But y'all, when it came down time to, for me to like be exercising and actually sticking with it, I'm really not so sure that I would have continued going if I hadn't met the team of ladies that I work with. Like they truly helped me to feel so not alone through my journey. And they helped me to keep me motivated and keep going forward. I've been able to make new friends who I cherish immensely, women who inspire me to continue to work on being the best that I can be, women who are also living a life that focuses on wellness and helping other people live a healthy lifestyle, women that don't judge each other, but instead who cheer each other on as we move forward towards our goals and then like we celebrate each other's successes. The point is, is that you don't have to go through making changes on your own if your friends and your family aren't supportive of you or doing it with you. There's a whole world of people out there. So find your tribe or you are welcome to join my tribe if you feel me in the things that I say. Excuse number nine. Don't enjoy exercising or think it's too much effort. Like you don't enjoy walking or dancing. Is there truly no type of moving your body that you enjoy doing? You don't have to run if you don't like running. And you don't have to dance if you don't like dancing. But the truth is, is that I'm sure you appreciate having the ability to walk and move your body. Have you considered that if you don't move it, you could lose it? This, the idea of not being able to get up and walk sound more appealing to you? You're right. There's no guarantee that this is going to happen to any of us. However, there's far less of a chance that this would happen if we do take preventative care in, for our bodies. For me, being able to play with my kids and go through my days feeling more alive is far more worth the effort than what I'd been doing before. I can promise you that much. It does. I don't necessarily like the act of exercising. But I certainly do love the way that it makes me feel. And I'm always glad to have got it, gotten it done, even on the days where I don't really feel up to it. Excuse number 10. Lack of easy access to healthy foods or lack of easy access to a safe place to exercise. I can totally relate to both of these excuses, guys. When it comes to ease of access to healthy food, let me tell you. I was born and raised in a really small town out in the middle of nowhere, a place that nobody knows exists unless you're from the local area or surrounding towns. The closest grocery stores were about 20 to 30 minutes away, depending on how slow or fast you drive, and there's no public transportation available. So somebody who does not have access to transportation could have a very hard time getting to the store to get healthy food. In that area, there are some corner stores or gas stations which are closer or easier to get to. But the places like those, they only have all the snacks and junk foods and drinks, like no fresh produce or meats available. So... And you, you know, you could also be able to order like a pizza and have it delivered depending on which part of the town you live in or how far it was from the restaurant. But the point is, is like unhealthy food like products are just so much easier to access. They're, all, they're everywhere. So being intentional about the foods that we eat can sometimes be really challenging, but it's not impossible, especially in today's world. This situation is one that if I was working with you 
I would really need a little more information to be able to give you better suggestions because ways around this excuse could be things like ordering food from a meal prep service provider and getting food delivered to your home, Um, creating a meal plan so that you know what you need to get when you go to the supermarket so that you're not finding yourself stuck looking for something to eat. Um, like, do you leave your house to go to work? And if so, is there a grocery store near your job that you could get to? If you don't leave your home for work, do you know somebody who has a vehicle that could help you get to the store or get some things from the store for you? Like, sometimes you really have to step outside of the box and away from the there is no way I can kind of thinking and start thinking of different possibilities that will make it so that you start believing that you can. Right now, I currently reside in Jacksonville, Florida. So I'm in a huge city now and getting to healthy food is really not that difficult for me. And to be honest with you, I have a grocery store pretty much across the street from my house, like a five minute walk away from me. The problem that I have here is having a safe place to exercise. See, I live in a really bad area of Jacksonville. The community itself that I live in isn't so bad, but the main street that my community is off of, it's just a really dangerous part of the city. So for me, my preferred way of exercising is running. I love to run. And living here, the only place that I can run is around my community. And it's safest to do this before the sunset. So This can be really difficult depending on the time of year because it's Florida and running when it's blistering hot outside isn't so fun. Like I could go to the gym and run on a treadmill, which conveniently there is a gym located right next to the grocery store that's on my street. But I did try to do that route before and it didn't really work out for me. I didn't really ever make it to the gym. Um, I was only able to get to the gym while my kids were at school, and in the summertime, they're not in school, so that really didn't work out in my favor. So this past summer, I wanted to find a way that I was still able to exercise, but one that I could do without having to run in the extreme heat or without having to go to the gym, and that's when I joined the amazing team of women that I've been so blessed to have met and started doing different workout programs at home and that was like the greatest thing that I ever could have done for myself guys because it really made it so I had no excuse not to exercise my kids love doing the workouts with me and Carlos sometimes has done them with me and we've had his brother and we've had their elderly uncle do some with us before as well so like doing these programs and Now that the weather is cooler, I've been able to go out running again, and there's just a remarkable difference in my strength and agility now because I've been doing these workouts here at home. Um, This has been one of the best things that I really could have ever done for myself, and anytime that I'm starting to feel unmotivated, I really remind myself why I'm doing this because feeling the way that I feel ever since I've been taking care of my well-being, it's really so much better than how I ever felt before. And this way is just much better for me and my mental health more than anything else. So even though it may be more work, it's just so much more rewarding. Excuse number 11, not knowing where to begin. I mean, you're here right now listening to this, 
So perhaps you already may be starting to think of different things that you could do to help you. Like, what feels right to you? You already know the basics, like eat more whole foods, especially vegetables, get exercise, drink more water, get an adequate amount of sleep. Like, any of those are really great starting points. First, I guess you got to decide, like, what are your goals? Making changes requires getting uncomfortable and doing things different. It didn't take you a whole day to get to where you are now. It took you years and years to get to where you are. So don't expect to be able to change everything all at one time or think that it's pointless if you don't get results as quickly as you hope for. Excuse number 12. I don't know how. So maybe you have an interest in trying a certain type of physical activity, but you don't know how to go about it, or you're not comfortable going to the gym, or you're not able to get to the gym as soon as, as often as you'd like. Like, just because you don't know how right at this minute, it doesn't mean that you can't learn how. Like, how do you learn? By talking to other people like myself that are able to teach you or show you by reading, by watching, by practicing, do some research. If your excuse for not exercising or not eating healthy is that you don't know how, essentially what you're saying is that you don't know how to learn. And I disagree, I disagree with that. Like you're here and you're listening to me talk right now. And that right there is taking one step in learning how. Um, number 12 I'm sorry, 13? I'm too old. No, you're not. Seriously, if you have the ability to move your body, then you can move your body however old you are. If you have the ability to consume food and water, then you can eat nutritionally no matter how old you are. I don't care if you're 18 or if you're 81. You're not too old for anything. You can really learn at any age, even if, I mean, if you really want to. Like, end of story. Find a new excuse, like I don't want to, because I'm not buying the I'm too old excuse. 14. I enjoy eating out. Hey, me too. Honestly, somebody else doing the prepping, the cooking, the cleaning, and all I have to do is eat all the yumminess? Yes, please. I'm totally down. But the truth is, is I know how I feel when I eat food that I make at home compared to the way that I feel when I eat out. So I make the choice to make food at home more often and eat out less often. So that way I can feel my best. But I am human and I do like to go out once in a while, and I do like to have a night off from cooking sometimes. However, I also have a much better understanding of what foods serve my body best, so even when I eat out, I try to make choices that align with my wellness goals. My goals specifically are not weight loss. My goals are to maintain my weight and really mostly for my mental well-being than for my physical self. Like, do I like having a fit body? Yeah, I definitely would be lying to you if I said no. But my mental health is really, truly my biggest motivator because that's where I've experienced the most enormous and most incredible changes with changing my lifestyle. The truth is, is that I'd much rather feel incredible than look incredible. And one thing about going to restaurants for me is is that I often want to get an appetizer and then whatever I'm having for my meal. And that can really be a lot of food. Um, Like many of us grew up with the notion that we have to clear our plates and not waste food, right? But 
maybe did you ever think that you could ask for a box and take home part of your meal with you so that you're not eating too much at once and you're still getting to enjoy your whole meal without wasting it? Like overall, the point is, is that even if you do love eating out like I do, then it, it does not mean that you can't eat healthier. And my final excuse, number 15, is I don't want to. <laughs> Guys, if I don't want to is your excuse, then I thank you for being honest. And I hope that someday you will decide to start because there's really no better feeling in the world than the one you get when you take care of you. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I hope that you found value in this podcast. Um, If you did, please feel free to give me a follow. And I would love it if you would share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, be well.